Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening. However this podcast finds you, thank you for tuning in. This is PDE Life in Alaska. The show about everything but Alaska. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, this show is going to be a unique one. Please forgive me if I'm... Um, whoops. Oh man, this thing is a slippy, slidey road right here. That was That was crazy. Um, this is like the fourth time I've tried to do this. Every time I've tried to record this, right, even from the first one, I end up having, sometimes I end up recording and the audio quality is just terrible. Like it's half as good as it should be. And then other other times it's just good to go. So hopefully this is a good to go time. Um, this episode is all going to be all about, um, basically how to focus on one thing at a time, and that's really not what it's about, but it's something I want to to add in that these steps are going to help lay the foundation for achieving whatever you want to do. You know, I think these are important enough to, if someone were to focus on them, and the reason why I say one thing at a time is that, especially if you're trying to change your habits or do new things, it's important to really focus on one thing. You know, get that down and then move on to the next. Um, so these steps have really, um, if you really dive into them, um, it, it kind of covers all your bases. Yes, there's several other things we could have talked about. Um, there's also different areas of life that should be focused on, like uh, the seven Fs. Um, let see if I can rattle them off. Um, faith, um, family, fitness fun, finances, um, friends, right, firm, and that would be like a career, like, you know, like a law firm, um, so your career, and then favor, excuse me, drive it down the mountain here, I gotta yawn, and, um, so those are some key areas you could dive into, but what these are, are really going to help, they're really going to build off each other as well, especially the first um, three. Because the first three actually get you prepared to be effective in the fourth one, which is kind of your life's mission, your purpose. And then leadership and accountability rounded off because that's going to kind of be the, uh, the locomotive in the caboose of this train, right? You need a locomotive of leadership to help pull you along. And you need accountability to kind of be that caboose, you know, to help kind of keep the, keep the rear end, keep your rear end on the tracks. <laughs> anyway, so um, lots of stuff I could talk about. One thing at a time, though, guys. When we focus on one thing, we uh, will get better results. We um, will be more efficient. We'll, you know be able to actually master something because if you try to do more than a few things or more than one thing you really end up just splitting your focus splitting um, your effectiveness and you just want to give your all to something and then uh, real quick how long does it take to form a habit well I've heard it said 21 days or even 90 days I, I would I would say closer to 90 you know 21 days, you're starting to really, you're starting to sprout the seed. It's there. 
but you do something for 90 days and it's going to be something that you um, you know will begin to look forward to doing and a lot of this stuff by the way especially physical exercise and reading and you know discipline in your relationships um, usually when you start out it doesn't feel it feels like a lot of work you know but after a while and then one day basically you wake up and you realize it's something you're looking forward to and that's where you want to get with all these things so you could be as effective as you can be in 2019 so get your dream in 19 stay tuned coming up next is step one physical exercise Okay, ladies and gentlemen, just finished up the uh, pet visit I just did, and uh, I got a thing in the back of my vehicle that's rattling, so you probably hear that right now. I'm bounding through the deep snow again, walking back to the the vehicle here, and it's like a, uh, it's literally like I'm walking through a winter wonderland, there's tons of snow everywhere. Some people put some chains on, looks like. Yeah, everybody's clearing snow. It's been snow, snow, snowing. Um, anyway, so I wanted to dive back into this whole concept of physical exercise. And it, mean, it does mean both. Now think about it like this. There's aerobic exercise and anaerobic, right? So aerobic exercise is kind of the... Um, the rhythmic extended period of time movement of your body enough to get your you know beats your heartbeat up and then you do that for at least 20 minutes that's an aerobic workout right so it's like just kind of getting your body up to speed and letting it run for a while you know it's good for it and the um, of course the anaerobic is you're more like lifting and working out and maybe doing sprints um, and I'm gonna speak to men right now um, women too, of course, but mainly men about doing like heavy lifting, like not like crazy hurting your neck, throwing <laughs> out your back, but I'm talking about lifting up about as much as you can do and doing strength training because what I think it does for us guys is it, um, it boosts all of our man hormone levels. It really does, you know, testosterone, all this different stuff, um, you know, um, obviously, it gives you more energy, um, helps you think clearer. Now, working out in general is good for, you know, male and female, of course. But I'm talking to you guys, if something happens when you get in there and you lift up some heavy weight, you endure something, and the rest of the things you face throughout the day are just that much easier. It actually prepares you for the challenges ahead. You, you're thinking to yourself, I'm a leader. You know, I got myself in the gym and you know pushed up this weight that nobody wants to push up and I feel good I feel stronger and it just it, it just sets you up for success it really does um, and that's kind of it about the working out thing it's 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 actually having the discipline to go there that makes you feel better about yourself um, obviously you're getting stronger you're feeling more just on top of your world so to speak and all that stuff leads to confidence and I think that's really what we're talking about guys is that and gals is 
you know, self-esteem and confidence. That is the magic factor, so to speak. That is the um, X factor of people. You have somebody that, you know, let's, let's say people are relatively good looking, which, you know, a lot of us tend to think, you know, people that look better have it, have it better, you know, and that might be true in some cases, but the real X factor is confidence, is you can have somebody that looks amazing, blah, 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 but if they lack confidence, they're going to um, not attract, you know, the right people in their life, they're not going to hold on to relationships, they're going to um, self-destruct, um, sabotage, self-sabotage, and I've been through this, guys, I mean, I think we all have been through, um, you know, a low self-image, low self-esteem before, or you might be in that, and like, li- this is literally the the root system of our life, you know, the way we, what we believe about um, the world, and why we're here, and how we were created, and where we're going, you know, those type of questions, and then the inside, the internal voice, you know, that you tell yourself, are you telling yourself you're a winner, or are you telling yourself you're a loser, that, this might sound like you just, your basic success, sport, sort of, um, you know, psychology, ideology, whatever, but it really boils down to, like, when I started, when I kind of reinvented myself, I found something that I could be confident in, and that was actually my freestyling. I wasn't trying to be famous, I wasn't trying to just, you know, have a bunch of people listen to me, but I felt good about working on my craft. Every day I would do three reps, and by, like, the 28th day or something, I wrapped a really good freestyle. And I was like, wow, I really think I'm good at this, and even today... Um, yeah, I might be bashful and shy. I'm not the guy like, hey, everybody, listen, come listen to me freestyle. But if I had the opportunity to freestyle somewhere, um, I can freestyle. Meaning, everybody may not like it, um, but I can just start off like, hey, I'm doing my podcast. By the way, I want y'all to listen up to the broadcast, you know, and just and just trying to tell a story through rhyme. That's that's what I like to do. But back to working out. Um, it's going to improve your relationships. You're going to feel better um, about yourself, and therefore you're going to feel better about your mate. A lot of the struggles we deal with in relationships stem from something we don't like about ourselves, or something that um, we feel like we don't have control of. Therefore, we're you know taking it out on the other person, and a lot of things in life have to do with confidence. You know, what makes you confident? You know, what do you do personally? I'm talking to you individually now. What do you do or what's, let's say, what are your natural talents? And then what, um, what are you passionate about or what are you excited about doing? Like when you wake up on a Saturday and you have the day off or something, what are you excited about just doing? Is it watching sports? Is it playing video games? Is it going fishing? Is it woodworking? Is it just relaxing? Is it working on your your side hustle or something like that? So you figured out what you already have kind of a natural talent at, and then you couple it with something you're excited to do, and you do that. And you don't have to get paid for it right away, um, but when you do stuff like that and you kind of just focus, don't put your... All this back burner stuff, you know, people put what they were good at in high school on the back burner. And I get it. We get older. We can't do some of the stuff that we used to be able to do. But 
um, you know, pick up that old uh, hobby that you really enjoyed and, and you thought you were good at. You know, I'm talking about stuff you're good at. Do more of it. Um, you know, as long as it's wholesome and you know, and ethical and not hurting anybody. You know, you know, because that stuff will end up obviously. You know, especially if it's hurting somebody, it can end up having consequences on your end. But you know, do more of what you feel you're good at and get better at it, you know, couple your, what you're passionate and excitement and excited to do with something you feel you have a natural talent, and when you do more of that, you'll, you'll basically build confidence, and if you have a foundation of physical exercise as that, and then I would add in, um, which in fact, this will be one of the next steps, which we'll talk about here soon, it's going to be reading, because reading is to your mind as physical exercise is to your body, right? Literally, how do you work out your mind? You read. And uh, watching video and looking at pictures, that's not really the same thing. When you read, um, you know, and yeah, somebody could probably argue that, but I'm talking about when you read, it's, it's, you can learn things about yourself that no one else can tell you, you know? You can see yourself in these books. I'm talking about good books, you know, people skills, leadership, communication, stuff that's going to help improve your life, you know, and not just a bunch of motivational crap. I'm just talking about literal raw data that you can be like, you know what, I need to use that at work. You know, some people skill that helps you get promoted, not from a manipulatory type of thing, but like, a, you know, you're doing the right thing and you're, you have a genuine interest in helping other people type of thing. I mean, it's literally pretty simple when you back up from it but anyways guys physical exercise that's the key and uh, something I don't do enough of I need to get out there and start doing some heavy lifting and get back in the gym and literally like making it a point to, to do that because honestly I started as one of the things I'm thinking about a lot is that I've been doing some shoveling this last week it's been snowing like crazy and I used to have a plow truck, and I'm rebuilding the transmission right now. By the way, head over to PDE907 on Instagram. You can see pictures of that. Um, so now I'm resorted to shoveling. Then I just rigged up, or dad, my dad helped me rig up a way to haul his snowblower. So I can at least use that. But man, I'm telling you, I hurt my shoulder a couple months ago. That ain't feeling good shoveling. And then the way I've been shoveling, which is kind of like the rocket method. <laughs> Um, my right side of my lower back has been kind of hurting, so I'm like, man, 35 years old, hit me hard. Anyways, y'all, um, I'm headed to the next visit. The next thing we're going to talk about is reading. I'm going to try to do a episode on each step. It's funny because I actually can't remember some of them, but, um, this is something I want to focus more on, and, um... I've already mentioned one of them as well, doing something that builds confidence, you know. So we're, I might be kind of reworking the steps as we're doing this, but this is going to be a fun episode. I might slip in some freestyles or something, a little bit of music maybe. And uh, my, voice is <laughs> my voice is getting dried out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a good one. PDE signing out. Okay, folks, we are back. I'm 
walking the famous socks and flash they've been on the <laughs> they've been on the podcast before um they are getting big they're akitas which um japanese akita just look it up and um flash the male is probably um oh probably, i don't know maybe 100 pounds probably 80 probably 80 or 90 pounds probably he's probably gonna fill out and be 110 or something and then socks is a little bit smaller so i'll be just a 10 15 pounds under anyway they're obviously getting stronger so usually i hold the leash with one hand hold both leashes and um which is they still kind of pull a little bit when they get excited it's like you, you literally need to have one leash per arm and they're i think they're about to graduate here i'm gonna possibly have an idea of taking them out for a different sort of like somewhere they could run but the problem is these guys like to just run off so it's it's a unique situation we'll we'll see but anyway guys and gals the next um thing i want to talk about is um reading wisdom and knowledge so what we're doing here is we're talking about the six steps that i kind of came up with it was actually seven steps and i pretty much remember it it was physical exercise it was which had to do with also with arising early in eating right basically and drinking enough water you can see a lot of this stuff you can start piling on so much stuff in each little category but really it's about disciplining your body because a disciplined body um, leads to a disciplined mind which obviously one comes before the other but it kind of reinforces the other come on pups you know if you have the discipline to discipline your flesh you know your your body it's easier for you to discipline other areas of your life you know that you want to change or get better at or what have you and anyway um reading is kind of the same thing but it's a workout for your brain and i wanted to talk a little bit more about that and my experience with it i used to be part of i still am um, a network marketing business kind of the first ever one um we could talk more about that but um neutralite was technically the first but then they bought it anyways the amway business which is an incredible opportunity for the average person to uh, get involved in a business where they could sell really good products at a great price you know learn how to make money and literally make profit from that wholesale hotel profit and they can also build sales teams basically and develop leaders within that sales team to you know develop a a potentially large and ongoing income through their business but really it's all about helping people you know people don't grow large networking businesses if they don't if they're not helping people you know and that's true of any business actually if you're not helping people you're probably not making money you know so reading what I learned about it was in, in that business we had a training system that we were a part of which really was the best part about it because I learned so much during that period of my time with them which I'm still a part I'm actually not an LTD member anymore but um, you know we plan to do more with our business because we still make good money with customers from it but we want to grow a team we want to help people and 
It's just a great vehicle to help people with. Come on, pups, heal. Hey, these guys are pulling too hard. I've got to, I've got to take it easy because I'm gonna be doing some shoveling, snow blowing, snow plowing. Hey. <laughs> and anyway so let me keep going here these dogs are a handful um <laughs> Pupper, come here come here problem is when i'm not really paying attention to them which i am but if they don't think they're the spotlight they they want to try and act up all right good pups good puppers um, that darn cat. Have you all ever seen that old movie? Just think of that darn dog. And, um, anyway, so reading is, uh, what I found out, let me, let me go back to this. The way that we would do our training would be to, number one, associate with those that we're going to, that we're doing what you're trying to do, you know, that could be in anything, you know, if you're wanting to be a professional BMXer, you hang out at the BMX track, you know, and, and, and so on and so forth. And then the second thing was to be listening to audios, to listen into success stories, to build your belief, and or listening to um, how-to, more workshop type stuff, like, hey, this is how you sell this product, this is how you get better in real estate, blah, 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 right? And there's a million of those things around, but you, solid learning through audio is what I'm really talking about. Um, solid association with people that you want to involve your life with, which we're going to talk about next in relationships. And um, the lastly is reading. And this is my take on reading. Listening to audios and whatnot, you know, based on what you're passionate about or what you're trying to accomplish will help you. It'll help teach you stuff that you didn't know. Um, you need, that you can literally apply, you know, to your life and business. Um, um, so listening, it'll, it'll keep you inspired. Listening to audios will keep you, you know, kind of your tank full, right? Now, reading will do something different for you. It will help you kind of rewire the way you think, right? So, when you read, when you read, you can read stuff about yourself that no one else could could tell you. Sorry, I'm getting these dogs in the right side. Of the Come on. Come on. Over here. All right, paying attention to the road here. So, anyways, when you read something... No one else is telling you that, you know? It's not like some teacher's up there, hey, like this and this and that. But when you read it to yourself, you have the power to, you know, say to yourself, you know what? That's me right there, you know? Like maybe you're reading something about relationships or reading something about your business or job and you're realizing, wow, you know what? I'd be too proud to, to admit it to anyone right now. But that's me right there. I'm doing that, you know? And so when you read stuff like that, it allows you kind of inside your own quiet 
quiet time or your mind to say, you know what, that's something I need to change. And a lot of times, guys and gals, that is the only way we can change. You know, it's through our own personal study time and reflection. So the second step, reading, wisdom, knowledge, that also goes into, now if you're um, a spiritual person, you know, I'm going to talk about what I believe and you can apply this to what you believe as far as the, the practical sides of what we're talking about is that I believe that, you know, God and have y'all ever seen Crocodile Dundee? Um, it's a funny movie, by the way. If you haven't seen it, see it. But he was Crocodile Dundee was asked if he believed in God, and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, I don't know that Jesus and all the apostles. Oh yeah, I know him well. You know, it's just funny how he said that Jesus and the apostles, all the apostles. And anyway, um, that is really you know when I'm working out, like." God is through every part of my life. It's not this little subsection that I'm going to make into its own step. But you could also obviously put Bible study in here, in this category, or or whatever. Devotional time. You know, you could be reading some nonfiction to help your business. You can be reading some fiction to help, um, you know, just to kind of give you a, a little break from reality or whatever it is. And then, of course, you can be reading devotionals and just spiritual things that can be, get you know, in Christianity, you know, it's really a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the, at the core of, of what we believe is Jesus, the man who walked the earth, who claimed the things that he claimed and literally looked at and studied by atheistic um, detectives and attorneys that after they started studying the case for Christ the resurrection they became a Christian because the most the um, the most explanatory power all the other options that could have happened are just really um, not plausible is what is what is what it's getting at I mean I encourage you to study it I'm the type of person that knows that you know, no one's no one's here to convince you about, you know, your life and how you should live it and what you should believe. But I do believe that people come come along and put stones in our shoes, you know, little morsels for us to think on. And uh <laughs> just walking by somewhere real quick. This gentleman is uh, shoveling his lawn. <laughs> this driveway looks great, but now he's shoveling his lawn, like the whole grass. Maybe he's going to do something. Anyway, so to kind of kind of uh, reel back a little bit here, I'd probably had a solid point I was going on there, but um, you know, really talking about. Um, as far as your belief systems and whatever, that should be coursing through all of your reality. Um, and um, I really had a good point there, but sorry guys, I'm walking these pups and I don't want to seem like a crazy person to the neighbors just um, going on and on. But anyways guys, so with reading this, this second step, it's really all about working your mind out, you know? 
First one is disciplining your body. The second, the second one here is disciplining your mind. And I'm telling you what, when you read for longer than 20 minutes, something happens. It's literally like an aerobic workout for your mind. And you will feel better. You'll think clearer. You know, when you just sit in front of a, a TV, which I'm guilty of sometimes, whether it's television, movies, or YouTube, or whatever, um, you know, we have the tendency to kind of just clock out, so to speak, you know, but when you read, it's engaging your mind, and it's important to work out our minds, or else they will become kind of, um, you know, just not as responsive, you know, it's literally that simple, so we're going to end it here, we're going to move on to the third step at some point here today, which is all about relationships, so we'll talk to you soon. Okay, we're just going to dive right in. So I got about 13 or so, 15 minutes more on this walk and hope it's not going to be that long, but so we talked about um physical discipline. Excuse me, I'm like having a burp. <laughs> it's like hiccup burps. Um physical discipline um, mental discipline, you could call it the second one. And the third one, you can call it relational discipline or just relationships. You know, you guys ever heard the thing where, you know, well, of course, you know, you've heard about it when people go into solitary confinement, how that's a punishment to be alone. Well, as we all know that most normal you know, average people enjoy people's, other people's company, right? There's a few rarities where people just are super, just super isolated. And I would argue that the more isolated we are, the more apt we're gonna be to be getting kind of off the beaten path, so to speak, with our life, with what we, you know, are up to, you know, we need accountability in life, you know? And that's what community or relationships provide. I have the tendency to uh, be more of a uh, introverted person, even though I take these tests and whatever, and it comes out as extroverted because usually, like, even though it, literally ever since my business with Amway, with LTD, it's, it just kind of taught me how to be conversational, you know. And I think it's important to not. You know, for us not to have a fear of strangers, for us not to, like, look at other people and be like, oh, I don't want to talk to this person, but to look at other people and be like, look, that's my brother and that's my sister, you know? You know, people that are older than you could be your, like, women, they could be, treat them like a, an older sister or an aunt. And, of course, people that are younger than you, same type of thing, obviously, you know, people you're... If you're single and you're interested in somebody go that route but what I'm saying is that everybody is the same you know we're all people we're all created by God I mean that's what I believe um, and I would say that if you don't believe that that can add to a lot of different relational struggles in life starting with yourself because that sort of belief system really provides no 
um, no basis for you know, the dignity of human life or you know the sacredness of life. You know, you get into this evolutionary models where literally, if people actually um, extrapolated what they believe, you know, they wouldn't care if I came up, smacked them in the face, and took took their wallet because. Um, you know, these subjective morals that people try to say, you know, hey, uh, well, you know, culturally we would weed out, you know, the people that steal because it's not good for society. Problem is, at the very end of the line, if there isn't an objective reason for morality, you know, something outside of us, there's no leg to stand on, you know, because at the end of the day, if this person's subjective morality says, I am Hitler and I could kill Jews, then at the end of the day, that's their belief. And your subjective morality says otherwise, but at the end of the day, they're in that belief system, they're allowed to do that. So objective morality says no, no matter what people are doing, killing somebody is still bad. Raping somebody is still bad. Stealing something is, is still bad. And... Anyways, we can go further into that, but relationships um, stem from, I'll just tell you what I believe, they stem from the triune nature of God. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And don't confuse that with the Catholic interpretation, uh, Roman Catholic, I should say, which is virtually one of the same, but this, you know, it says in the Bible that let us, let us make man in our image. And he wasn't talking about the angels. You know, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. You know, one being, three persons. This um, desire for community and love that we have stems from that. And that's where it originated from. And the marriage between a husband and wife also is a picture of the triune nature of God. This blending in community, but the, but and yet each is still distinct. You know? It's really wonderful, by the way. I'm just, I'm not trying to convince anybody anything, but um, if you really think about it, it's just the beauty of, of God's creation. It's just astounding. You know? Not only does my body automatically grow and then kind of obviously wear out too, but if I cut myself, it'll automatically heal itself, which is pretty freaking amazing. I mean, to be honest with you, and it also goes against this idea of, of what well, isn't technically, but I don't want to keep bashing <laughs> evolution, but, you know, back to the, you look at the order of our universe, the design of it, you know, the sheer, um, the sheer size of the cosmos, you know, and how literally fine-tuned our universe is it's just it's just absolutely ridiculous isn't even a even a big enough word it's ludicrous to believe that all of this just kind of happened by accident and oh by the way happened from nothing um the only thing in our whole universe where there was an effect but no cause well I believe that God is the cause. He spoke and there was a big bang. You know what I'm talking about? 
It says in the Psalms, he stretched out the heavens. That's how we, when we see stars, you know, they're, mil they're millions of light years away. So when that light, that star emits light, it, it, it takes a long time actually for that light to get to us. And that's why people say, look, the, has, the world has to be millions and millions of years old because there's no way we can see this light. Well, it says in the Bible that, that God stretched out the heavens. And, you know, an element of, dis, of history and design. It's just amazing. But back to relationships, because I really haven't touched this topic at all. I guess I've touched the most important part of it is, you know, the relationship you have with your creator. Because that is a foundation for a lot. But let's jump to, obviously, your family first. You know, whether it's dad and mom, brother, sister, aunt and uncle, grandma, grandpa, niece, nephew, cousins. Um, and let's back up even further to more of a, like a husband-wife type of relationship. So the reason why I'm including this in the steps is that if you do all this stuff and you're succeeding and you're not taking care of your your wife or your your kids you know you're failing you know it's it's obvious but i mean a lot of a lot of times it happens we get busy and i'm not i'm really not planning anything for my wife and i to do you know we just kind of are existing and it's easy to kind of get in a rut and that's what happens guys to relationships they get in ruts and so apply that same thing to your kids you know spending deliberate time with your kids you know they spell Kids spell time, or excuse me, kids spell the word love, T-I-M-E, right? So quality, quality time and quantity, you know, within the quantity there becomes quality, you know? But don't get it twisted, you know, hanging out, sitting next to your kids watching a TV show isn't really the best quality, right? But that being said... Just being deliberate each week, you know, about spending time with your wife, taking her out on a date, having fun. By the way, the secret to relationships, guys, is setting up dates to hang out and have fun. That's all you got to do. I even forget, guys. Look, girls just want to have fun, you know. And, guys, if we are all we do, we, we do all this stuff to, to win them over. And then once we're married or once we're in a serious relationship, whatever, we kind of slack off of the basics you know and it gets kind of complicated a lot of times i'm like man i don't know what the heck to do i don't know i gotta write a poem like freaking you know make a birdhouse for it like, i don't know buy her stuff i don't have money to buy her stuff <laughs> you know what i'm saying like our budget's tight you know and even though i shouldn't be by the way hint hint have a little a lot allocation for relationships and physical Number one, you basically you should allocate allocate money in your budget for all these steps, is what I'm saying. But anyway, um, just to quickly end here because we're coming up on the house. Oops, come on, pups, let's go. Come here, come here, come here, come here, pups. People drive around here like a dang racetrack. Um, so, oh darn it, what was I saying? Does it sum up? allocating them some amounts oh yeah so i'm like what am i supposed to do write her a poem every other day like jeepers you know even though i that's the point it's just you should be doing that. this is how women interpret it if you really love me he would be doing that stuff and guys are like look um 
I'm showing you <laughs> the love by uh, getting all this stuff done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and anyway, so um, we have to, um, all we have to do, guys, is set up dates, set up times to hang out and have fun. And you, have, you can do all kinds of creative stuff within that. You could surprise her or you could give her a random phone call and be like, hey, you know, pretend like it's your first date. We saw that idea. We still haven't done it. <laughs> um, but like literally once a week, kind of doing just different things to hang out and have fun. I'm telling you what, that's going to improve a lot of relationship issues. A lot of times women, they're just bored. You know, it's, they don't feel loved. So anyways, apply that same methodology to your, your kids, your parents, and you keep going out, you know, to your neighbors, to your community, to your, of course, employees, your coworkers, and to improve relationships, they need time. You know, you need to have spend time. So um, let's let's actually carve out some some planning time to actually make this stuff happen. Because guess what? At the end of the day, if you live your life and you had you didn't nurture and invest in your relationships, well. That's how you end up alone and 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 lonely. So, anyways, we're gonna hang it up here. We're gonna get on to the fourth step, which I'm really not even sure what I'm gonna name it yet. But, anyways, guys and gals, keep doing you, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. PDE Life in Alaska here for the next segment in our Steps to Success series. Um, first of all, I know right now, well, I guess with the last, within the last five, ten years, is success and motivation and all that stuff has become quite cliche. But the reason why I call it Steps to Success, because that's what I called it years ago when I kind of thought it up, excuse me. Oh my goodness, the cardinal sin of podcasting. <laughs> Yawning. Um, anyways, it's about 9 o'clock p.m. Um, Thursday night, um, December 20th. And uh, here we are, just a few days away from Christmas. And what a year it has been on Anchor. Thanks for joining in. I don't know if you're listening on Spotify or... Um, Anchor or any of the other ones. I know the only podcast mine, this this one is not on is Apple. I don't know why, but what are you gonna do? You know? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. Authentic, right? Anyways, y'all. Um, there's really only a couple steps left. I mean, I can almost leave it right there. But the next logical step really is um, pursuing your purpose. You know passionately pursuing your purpose um i touched on it a couple times in in the the past or the previous um segments but you get those things down that's kind of lays the foundation for you to be a productive um individual you know productive towards your goals and dreams and all that um so it's really that simple meaning you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your, your body, your mind, and your family, your relationships, and by the way, doing the first two, or is it three, the first, uh, I've lost count of, of the way I've been numbering them, 
Man, uh, if I yawn again, I'm gonna re- <laughs> I'm gonna restart this. I've been kind of lazy. We've had a huge. We've had a lot. Of, very busy, of course. We're always busier on the holidays. And I'm headed to my last uh, pet pet visit for the night. Before I'm off work, so to speak. But although I will be doing some planning and banking, and whatnot, and along with getting our plow truck transmission in order. We actually use that f- to help our pet care clients. Um, and uh, anyway, so that's basically it, guys. Um, when you're pursuing your purpose, you will have a sense of fulfillment, a sense of significance. Um, you feel like your life has meaning. This is the opposite of pursuing your purpose, is just working a job just to get a paycheck, which there's nothing wrong with that at all. I've done that, and in ways still do that, you know. Um, I'm talking about you're working your job, and on the side you are, you know, pursuing something that you're you're truly passionate about. Um, and don't let those words, again, sound cliche. You know, whatever gets you pumped in the morning, you know, if you have a, I think most of us, if we have a, a big trip planned, that's going to be a fun trip. And it's kind of hard to sleep that night, you know? Or even Christmas. I remember growing up, man, I could not sleep hardly at all um, Christmas Eve night. I just loved... I, I love Christmas. Just the whole... I was thinking about it today. You know, from the time you get off out of school, which the kids just got out of school um, up here. Um, but yeah, when you get out of school, it's just freedom, you know? I'm passionate about freedom. Um, not to be lazy and just to do whatever the heck I want, but there's something about just being able to kind of write your own schedule, you know? And we, we get to do that sort of right now. Obviously, our schedule is dictated by our clients. Um, in all of life, it's difficult to have true, true, true freedom where you really don't have to report to, to anything. But again, that's not pursuing a purpose. That's just living in idleness, right? You could be super duper rich, but if you have no purpose that you're still fighting for or moving towards, life can get pretty dull. That's why you hear about a lot of retired uh, retirees. You know, once they retire, you know, a few, a few years later, they may, they may die. I'm not saying they may die, but statistically, people die um, shortly after retirement, and they link that to a lack of just engagement, you know? Um, so, yeah. And how do we find our purpose? I talked a little bit about it before. You know, what do you like to do that you you would do even though you don't get paid for it, you know? Like I said, it might be video games. It might be sitting around watching movies. It might be reading. It might be woodworking it might be working in the shop uh you know building stuff or creating or fixing and then what truly gets you excited um which the point is is those both of those things should kind of made up with each other you know what do you get excited about what would you do what do you like doing for fun that doesn't, uh, you know, that you would do no matter what? Or even this, what 
what type of creative or what type of things that isn't just fun? Like, cause who wouldn't want to get paid to just travel the world and uh, you know eat at nice restaurants? You know, but like things that you do that it's actually sort of like work, but you just really enjoy it. You know, it could be sculpting, it could be painting, it could be drawing, it could be um, selling. You know, it could be any number of things. So that's one part of it. And then the second part is, you know, what are you naturally talented at? What are you naturally gifted at doing? You know, where do your gifts and strengths and weaknesses lie? Because I believe those will going to be pointing us in the pick, in the direction of, you know, what we're supposed to be doing, you know. Because, you know, we all have natural gifts and natural talents. And... that is something that if they do go unused it is sort of sad you know you hear about the uh, most people go go to their grave with their their tune still in them you know which I didn't say that the right way but it's like you know, consider a if uh, you know I'm thinking I'm trying to think of a good singer say Michael Blue Blay or Frank Sinatra you know, what if they never really pursued singing? And they just kind of lived an average life, worked at a factory, died. All that music would die with them. So anyways, that being said, what are you talented at naturally? What do you kind of have a natural gift? What do you get excited about doing? And then put kind of try to put those things together and, and just get better at it. You'll get more confident. You'll feel better about yourself, like you're actually of use. Um, not to society necessarily, but... You know, you feel like, wow, like I really did something today. I moved a little bit closer to perfecting my craft in whatever. And then down the road, if you do get really good at it, uh, people will begin to beat down a do- beat down a path to your door to give you money, you know, in whatever way, shape, or form. So, anyways, I'm cruising down the road. We finally gotten a little break from our snowfall. It's been snowing a ton, and uh, but the roads are almost dry tons of snow off to the side making it a little winter wonderland and I am cruising on up to a pet visit so and by the way um, if you are listening this far check out a new podcast that I started for our business it's called Happy Hearts Pet Care AK as in Alaska so check that out if you wish and um, I think I might have one more step here that's important and um, I'm kind of just naturally doing this creating this podcast because I really want to I'm actually doing it for myself you know a lot of this stuff is stuff that I need to kind of re redial in you know so anyways guys and gals have a wonderful wonderful day evening or whatever's going on in your in your world right now God bless Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year if I didn't get a chance to tell you in person Ladies and gentlemen, PDE Life in Alaska. Truly living that life. 
as we speak. I'm walking down, headed south, walking right into the sun. It's actually the short, shortest day of the year. It's December 21st. So yesterday I started to record a uh, this next segment, and my vehicle started to overheat. And uh, I was able to get it home, but it's just a weird... Weirdo issue going on with the old van right now that I gotta figure out. So, I am walking snowy in Nala. Be sure to go check out Happy Hearts Pet Care, the podcast. Um, it's our, our dog walking and pet sitting <laughs> company. And uh, this segment, and by the way, this is kind of a your New Year's steps to success, you know? And uh, something that I'm following, you know, that I'm trying to get my my stuff together, you know. By the way, it is absolutely gorgeous out the snow, there's earth is just blanketed with snow. They finally got things plowed. I'm actually walking on a plowed sidewalk, but it's probably a foot, foot and a half of maybe two feet of uh, snow on each side, and then sky is partly cloudy. The sun is setting. It's a beautiful sunset. And in fact, I took a picture of it. I'll post it on Instagram at the PDE Life in Alaska Instagram, so you can check that out if you want. And forgive me if I'm a little bit monotone. <laughs> I always got to remember to inject this uh, podcast with some energy because I can tend to just go on and on in a, in a very logic and consistent manner. Anyway, so the next segment... That I wanted to talk about is giving. Um, just an overall give rather than take mentality. Okay. Now we're also we're talking about obviously giving of your a time and money um, because I I do truly believe that not only is it a spiritual law, not like you give something and you're going to get it back. It's just when you give out things tend to return you know whether it's a seed whether it's a an an action or a habit you know you you sow a habit you give your time and energy to certain things and those things will kind of multiply you know whether it's in a linear fashion where literally you're just spending more and more time doing it but you'll find yourself noticing magazines and and just other things and just everything to kind of support what you're giving but in its simplest form, I am talking about giving of your time and money and attention, um, not only to your family and whatnot, but just an overall charitable spirit. You know, you're giving to the poor, you're helping orphans, you know, you're visiting people in the hospital. I mean, not like not to get, get a badge of honor or anything, but if you think about it, and it says this in the Bible too, of, you know, in the book of James, I believe, talking about true religion, and what that's really boiled down to is that, you know, you're either looking to be ministered to or served, or you're going to be doing the serving or ministering. And this segment is all about when we serve others and give of ourselves, um, not only, like I said, is it, or I had said before, that you will have a greater feeling of significance and fulfillment, but you'll also tend to get or receive 
more and more and more. It's really how the world works. It's not just like, hey, it's the right thing to do. Yes, it is, but if you actually do that, the world will actually begin to work in your favor. Just the design of sowing and reaping. So, anyways, I'm going to end with that. And uh, I think I have the perfect final segment if I don't think of anything else. But just enjoying a nice walk. Trying to stay warm. It's probably like 14 degrees or something like that. It's not that bad. I'm just trying to keep my phone from getting too cold. Because if that happens, the battery just gets zapped. Or it used to. I'm not sure how this new phone is going to do. Anyways, guys and gals, have a good time. It's December 21st. Merry Christmas to everybody. And we'll see you in the final segment. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, as long as my phone cooperates and it doesn't freeze, we're going to record the last segment of this 2019 Steps to Success series brought to you by (laughs) PDE Life in Alaska. If you're looking for adventure or just listening to a growing pet care company, (laughs) listen to PDE Life in Alaska. If you're interested in hearing somebody drone on and on while he's driving in a van, Tune in to PDE Life in Alaska. Anyway, so the last step here, and I'm going to, before I publish, I'm going to think about it a little bit. Um, I'm going to see if something's coming. Hear this snow? There's a dog coming. So make sure I want to stay focused on what I'm doing. Stay focused on what you're doing. Anyway, so the last step to this series is going to be leadership. Um, the reason why it created its own category that had me thinking. Um, I was part of a business team. And when the economy was slowed down, I wasn't part of it during this time frame, but between like 95 and 2000, some things kind of slowed down, some different industries, and this one person was able to succeed. Um, and the only difference maker, the business still, you know, this, this particular industry, or this model still worked. It just took a lot more work, basically. Or it took a lot more, um, just everything. And the ways to execute all the different things it takes to form a company, to lead your life, to whatever. I already said it. Lead. Leadership. And what leadership is, is saying, you know what? Um, I need to help the situation here. It's not managing things. It's not, you know, reacting to things. It's proacting. Being proactive with a positive mental attitude. Basically, you're making things happen and you got good expectations. You know, you're got a positive bent on things. In leadership, you're taking initiative. You're leading people, which, again, it's not managing, it's, it's leading them. It's kind of coming alongside or learning their personality. And, um, 
Something's coming up here, so let me switch gears here. Come on, pups. Hi, Merry Christmas. I usually just stop what I'm talking about when people pass, because it's... <laughs> I'm just going off and somebody's like, man, this person is having a conversation with somebody on the phone, a conversation with himself, or... <laughs> man, um, anyway, the main reason I stopped talking is because people got to pay for it, you know, if they listen to me live. Um, <laughs> just kidding. So, and that, this actually helps me collect my thoughts on leadership. Um, going back to this example... I was using where this person was able to grow their business were in a time where not a lot of people could. And the difference was is making the effort. Now this business model that this person was um, growing was a sort of a sales and recruiting business. So what that required is him getting out there and doing the work, but also getting out there and serving his team and basically it's it's what leadership really is I'm trying to use a good example this is what leadership is you're either going to be I'm talking to the guys here and of course I know single moms have to be the leader as well but you're either going to be the leader of your home which means you're kind of gently directing and guiding you know, nurturing and, and raising your kids and being intentional and doing all the things that a good parent would do. Not because nobody told you, but just because you have the ability to lead yourself and say, you know what, this stuff needs to be done. The opposite of that is, again, kind of a manager where you're now just kind of reacting to what your family's doing. And the complete opposite is just just ignoring your family. You know, and you can put this to really anything. You know, leadership is basically tending to your flocks. You know, have you ever heard of the term um, animal husbandry? The word husband is basically someone that tends and takes care of something. And that's what life is. It's, it's We've been given this life. You know, I'm not sure what you... Sorry if this has been a terrible recording. I just realized my microphone is way down my my neck. So hopefully this is a good recording. Now it's of course it's like right against my lip. <laughs> Sorry guys and gals. Um, so and again, I'm kind of going round and round, you know, forming my own thoughts as I'm talking about it. But leadership is tending to your life. I got this. That's what I was talking about. Not sure what your beliefs are, if you're going to reincarnate to something else or what have you. I don't personally believe that. I personally believe that we have one life that we've been given and and that I do believe we'll be held accountable for, for what we've done, you know, in our lives. Um, we could go into that. It's uh, basically the same reason why we believe there should be justice here on earth, you know, Something bad happens, people want justice. So there's an objective justice system that I believe we are all going to face at some point. Um, and I won't get into that, 
at, at this point, but that's what Jesus Christ is all about, what he came to accomplish. And uh, let me pull this up here. So, so here we are, Christmas. It's Christmas time. It's, it's fitting to talk about Jesus because that's what this, this whole season is all about. Yes, I know that there were, you know, basically evil holidays that we were mimicking with Easter and Christmas and the tree and all this different stuff, but, and yet we want to redeem. Our aim is to redeem culture. And so embrace it. It's a time of giving. It's a time of joy and peace and people recognizing, hey, something greater happened here 2,000 years ago. You know, the ultimate leadership. You know, someone sacrificing their own life for others. So, anyways, leadership is all about tending to your life, tending to these previous steps. Um, You know, having a compass in your life that you can kind of measure up to. Say, hey, where am I I going here? Um, You know, get some people around you, some accountability. I would say that that could be a, a, a final step. Um, in fact, I might have to add that because without accountability in your life, um, it's very easy just to do whatever you think you, you want to do. And there's nothing wrong with that, but we can develop idiosyncrasies. Is that the word? Things that we do that we kind of think are normal, but you know, when you, when you, when you really look, you know, look back, it's like, no, oh, that's actually not normal. That might be, you know, an issue that we need to work on, you know? It's all about improving, you know, and I guess just being a good steward of this life, you know, good being a good leader in your life and in others. I think that that is something everybody looks for as a leader, you know, everybody's, most people in life are looking for someone to lead them. And... You know, so you might as well be a leader. Um, A lot of leadership stuff can be learned. Um, Some of it's not taught, as in, you know, just different aspects, I guess, giftedness. But most of the skills and the traits and the habits can be learned. You know, just as far as, for instance, taking initiative. Sorry for all the mic noise. And you guessed it, I'm... I'm picking up a little Christmas gift that Snowy the dog left on the trail here. I don't think anybody wants this in their stocking, so. <laughs> um, so anyways, um, people are looking for a leader, and these traits can be learned. Um, but taking initiative, making eye contact, and, you know, being genuinely, genuinely interested in others. A couple of books I'd recommend first one is uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Just an overall great book because most of the things that are hard in life have to do with people. So you might as well get really good at like people skills. You know, not to manipulate, but to just be able to uh, work harmoniously with people and motivate them. You know, because we all know what happens if we're not motivating you know, and being kind of positively moving people along, and then we're using sort of a negative approach, and that that only lasts so long. So anyways, I'm kind of going on. That has to do with leadership as well. It's about developing a system 
um, in your life and in your mentality that you don't you don't let the boat just uh, drift you know you're at the helm of your life and then in turn you help others kind of get the helm of their life because that's what kind of naturally happens people look to you man what's going on how do you your life's together what are you doing and you start to teach this stuff and make disciples that's what discipleship's all about whether it's kung fu or karate or um, apprenticeships life is about teaching others so anyways i think i might add an accountability piece um because that is just necessary i mean I guess you can find that in relationships, in that category, but this almost needs to be talked about in a broader way. So, anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully this recording is decent. It is cold, cold, cold. We'll talk to you all soon. Merry Christmas. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. I can't end this series without at least kind of putting a bow on everything. Um, Yes, I am going to talk about accountability, something that I don't have enough of. I'll I'll be flat out honest with you, everybody. This is not something that I'm like trying to teach everybody like I've mastered any of this. This is just a collection of my thoughts over the years on what really kind of helps us move down the field in life, you know? So all of these steps that are listed, um, physical exercise, reading, uh, relationships, uh, purpose, giving, and leadership, one of the biggest, um, I guess, secrets in life in you know, achieving your goals or whatever is accountability, where if you're holding yourself accountable, it's obviously very easy to let yourself off the hook, you know, but the more people you've kind of confided in or said gave them permission to you know kind of check you on things which that's the hard part about accountability it's it you need to be humble and a lot of us every one of us has pride that we deal with some of it's healthy some of it's not and with accountability we're just statistically um, I'll start there statistically we're more likely to succeed uh, and then outside of that, it's I could have stuffed this into the relationships category, but I wanted to really make light of it as a separate segment because without accountability, none of that works. You you know you need accountability to have a good relationship with your wife. You know you need to have good good guys around you to kind of encourage. Hey man, look, uh, when's the last time y'all been out on a date? Not. You know, it's, it has to be obviously intentional. You would be meeting to do this, but this is what a mastermind is. You know, this is what high-level people do. They get around others who are at their level and above and say, look, man, I'll give you permission to kick my butt if you see me slipping over here in these areas that are important to me, you know? So accountability, What? and no matter what you do, and no matter what you do, <laughs> I accented the wrong thing, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, um, It'll just help you succeed, and it'll also add to fulfilling and fulfilling your life and making you feel like a whole person. You know, we're not meant to be isolated. So, like I said, I could put the, I could have put this in the relationship section. I really didn't talk about it too heavily, and it's it's pertinent. It's more than pertinent. It's imperative 
I might, I might be using the wrong words, but it is super important, muy importante, to have accountability in your life, because without it, um, you just, you're at risk, you know, you look at a lot of failures in life, you go back and find out that they were isolated, you know, or they had corrupt association, you know, bad accountability. Um, that that can go the same way, you know. If you have negative people in your life that are holding you accountable to be negative with them, I mean. So positive mental attitude has has something to play in here too, and I'll, you know, I'd like to just that goes along with everything, but that's also having to do with leadership, you know. But I was just thinking that you know positive mental attitude is crucial, you know, as in it could be its own segment. Um, that's not just a uh, motivational poster. That's you're conditioning your mind to look for the things that are that will work out in your favor, rather than constantly looking for the things that will mess you up. You know, um, and that starts to happen subconsciously if we make that habit to where subconsciously you're just keying into the negative things in your life and. And again, that'll bring more of it. You know, it's a sowing and reaping thing. You know, if you suddenly get a Ford F-150, you know, you'll find that you'll start to notice all the F-150s out there. You know, it's just what we focus on. So focus, positive mental attitude. And uh, another good book is, uh, well, the the version I read was How to Raise Your Own Salary, which is Napoleon Hill interviewing Andrew Carnegie. And Napoleon Hill basically compiled I think it's 17 different laws of success and so study those those obviously this that could be its own show so anyways I am attempting to get to my destination so I'm gonna go ahead end off here I wish I could snap my fingers and have a slice of Costco pizza (laughs) about now but I don't have time to stop but um, Merry Christmas to everybody and this is a fun series And I hope this is of benefit. And uh, I'm going to enjoy looking back on it. And also reviewing it myself. Because like I said, this is stuff that I need to apply in my life. So let's hold each other accountable. And uh, go get yours in 2019. Get your dream in 19. (laughs) You know? I've been waiting to use that one again. (laughs) Anyways, um, we'll talk to y'all down the trail. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.